Well, welcome back to Young, Dumb, and In Love. Hey, we took a week off for Easter, and we had a fun time with our family in Houston, but uh, we're back, back, and we're going to be talking about something that's super, super near and dear to us right now, <laughs> and has been for the last couple of years. God help us. God help us, Lord Jesus. Thank <laughs> you, Lord. Okay. Hooey! Well, hey, before we move on, make sure you click subscribe, comment below what you think. Make sure you like our video. I feel like I slurp. It's going to be awkward. It's going to slurp. It's totally okay. But do all those things so that you're a part of our community, what we're building here. And uh, you know what? Today's topic is going to be very interesting because it's fresh. It's uh, It's been something we've been going through for a couple of years. And I just feel like we should talk about it because we're literally right in the middle of it again. And that's okay. Um, but we're going to talk about how to support your spouse in challenging times. Now, challenging times, that might look different for every single person that's out there. It might be something for you and something totally different for me, and that's okay. But I think there's something important to learn here is really how to support your spouse through those challenging times, because we're all going to go through them at different times. And she, her challenges are going to be so much different than mine, right? Yeah. And we're going to have seasons of these things. And the best thing you can do is support your spouse rather than get frustrated with them or um, turn, you know, turn the switch off so that you don't have to hear them anymore or you don't want to hear them complain or what they're going through. And you're like, come on, it's not a big deal. Like all those things uh, are going to come your way. And we want to help you just learn from what we've learned and walk through this process. Yeah. Well, for us, the last two years have been um, interesting to say the least. We've gone through a lot of change, a lot of difficulty, a lot of disappointment, um, a lot of things that we were like, okay, this is it. This is good. And it's gone and yeah. complete disappointment. And, uh, it just, it almost seems like the last two years, uh, no matter what we do, we'll work super hard, try very hard. And then somehow, some way, somebody or something tears it from our grasp. Right. And now we've had great things happen during these challenging times. Yeah. Um, so it's not all bad. I'm not saying everything we've gone through is bad, but what we've been through has really challenged us personally and in our relationship. With these challenging times that we've gone through, um, I feel like because we've understood each other and we've been there for each other, our relationship has grown immensely. Like we've grown closer together. We've been able to learn together. Um, and the cool thing is, is we're not always in a challenging time together at the same time. It's typically one person. Uh, and so for me, it's probably been me more the last two years than it has been her. She's which is been, shocking. <laughs> which is shocking. And it's been very challenging for me. And I've, I'm going to be honest with you, my entire life, things have come to me just a little bit easy. Um, if I'm being very honest, like I try out for a team, I make it, I do this, I make it, you know, like I've had a lot of success in the last two years. I've had a lot of disappointment. I've had a lot of letdowns and opportunities that are like right on my grasp. And then, then yeah. they just disappear out of nowhere. And, and it's, it's been like, okay, what's actually happening right now? And I've walked through the darkest times of my life the last two years, like literally waking up and Brittany looks at me and I just start crying. Like, I don't know what's happening. And she's like, come here, you know, and she's so gentle and calm and kind and, and just talks 
talks through it with me and speaks positivity over my life. And she's done so well with that, but it's been so much to go through. And, um, without her, without her her support and her sitting there with me and talking through it with me, it's, I don't know where I'd be right now. Like, honestly, like I'd be sitting on the floor in my closet, just tucked in a ball and not really knowing what to do because it's been hard. Um, but luckily I got someone like her by my side. (laughs) So like Julian was saying, the last two years, we've had a lot of transition and a lot of disappointment. Um, also, like you said, a lot of positive things have come from it. Um, you know, and I think that it's kind of hard for me to talk about it. Not because I like not honest. I mean, I don't really mind talking about it, but it's hard to really sometimes talk about it when you're in it Yep. because you really don't know what's going to happen. You know, you're not really like on the other side necessarily. Um, you know, and it's been more something that I think has been like, obviously when you struggle, I struggle, but Mm -hmm. it's been stuff that you've been dealing with more, um, than I have probably as far as just like disappointment and like opportunity work. Yeah. Work. And specifically, you know, just kind of like you did one thing for so long and then that changed and shifted and then it's like you get momentum and then sometimes it just kind of feels like the rug is pulled out from underneath you yeah and i think that i mean we'll go back to last summer Mm -hmm. when the first i mean not the first but one of the big things that kind of set this season for you in motion um and i remember you coming in the house and i was like, oh, it's so weird. Like, you know, why are you home? (laughs) You know, and he shared with me, he was like, I, you know, I don't know. Just say it. I got fired. Yeah. Yeah. Do we talk about this? Yeah, 100%. I got fired. You know, and so he uh, got fired, lost the job that he had. And, you know, it had a lot to do with what we were doing, like why we moved and all that. It's the reason we moved. (laughs) Trying to be more cautious. No, don't but. be cautious. It is the reason we moved here. Okay. And I got fired out of nowhere. Okay. Are we really gonna? Yeah, hundred percent. I got fired out of nowhere, and it was okay. tough. It was really, really tough. Yeah. So he came home, and he's like, "I lost my job." So here, you know, I'm not working yet. I'm still in the process of getting my uh, real estate license in Arizona. So I'm like. Okay. And I feel like in that moment, time kind of slowed down. Yeah. Like in all of a sudden it's like life, life. And then, Ooh, and it slows down and I can feel these two options come to me. I can freak out Mm -hmm. and be like, what the heck is wrong with you? Why did you lose your job? You know, what are you going to do? How are you going to support us? You know, and, and start to say all these things, or I can be calm, take a breath and be like, okay, you know, it's going to be okay. I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to, we're going to do it together. And I believe in you and you're not a failure. And which is the, I like, my biggest you. fear. We've talked about that, you know? And so I really literally felt like time slowed down and I just felt like those, you know, okay, you kind of have two options here. And so I decided to stay calm and, um, you know, I really feel like for me, that is just the Lord, you know, okay, you have two choices here. And in that moment, I know that Julian's already hurting, that Julian's already been on his drive home from, you know, what happened? He didn't call me. So he's had already this time (laughs) to 
start to process what's going on and already I know start feeling negative thoughts about himself and what am I going to do? So I know he's already feeling those things. So it's like, instead of coming into agreement with any negativity, I have the opportunity as his wife and his, you know, someone who wants to be there for him, not only as a wife, but as a friend and as an encourager, as, as someone who can bring encouragement to him, like you, this doesn't define you. Mm -hmm. You are an amazing man. You're an amazing dad. This doesn't change any of that. And so that was kind of the road I took for that. And of course, like there's this part of me that's like, what the heck are we going to do? Like, we're not making any money yet, you know, but I just knew that that was the way I needed to react. And so that's what I did. Yeah. You know, so. And it was life changing for me, you know, like having her respond in such a kind, thoughtful, um, sweet way where she believed in me and she continued to speak life over me. Um, it was encouraging because this situation was dirty. Like it just didn't feel good. And, uh, I, I went home, I went home in two fashions. I went home very angry about what happened. Um, and number two, I went home very disheartened and like, what's wrong with me, you know? And I started having what's wrong with me feelings. Um, and she, when I got home, I was, I didn't know what to expect. And when she responded in that way, man, my spirit and my heart was just lifted and encouraged to look to the future and say, okay, we got this, like this sucks, but you know what? It's okay. The Lord has a plan for our life and our marriage. And he's never, that's the thing. He's never failed us no matter what. And when we're going through those things, sometimes it's easy to forget that. Yeah. Um, but she reminded me of that. She reminded me that the Lord is good. Yeah. He will, he will provide, he will take care of us. And, and sure enough, you know, the next couple of months, we probably made some of the most money we've ever made in a month. Yeah. Um, very continually and it was good. God was taking care of us and that, you know, it still has its ups and downs and I, I restarted my business and we got all this stuff. We started this podcast. We're doing all kinds of new things that we wanted to do, but, um, I don't know if this, even this would have happened without negative, the negative things happening in my life. And that's the cool thing about God. He always turns the bad, right? The things that, that shouldn't be good in your life. He, for some reason, he's able to turn that and make it into something so much better. And that's, that's what's so cool about him. And that's what's so cool about our relationship that we can trust him so much that no matter what we go through, we're going to go, okay, it's going to be all right. We're going to figure it out. God is good. Um, he's going to take care of us. And so for me, like her support, her love, her kindness, her patience, um, her speaking life over me, no matter what's going on inside of her head, she was still speaking life. She was still being encouraging. She was being kind. She didn't like get mad and scream or anything like that. It was just a very, very good reaction. The reaction that I wish every single person can learn because marriages would be saved like that if they can just learn how to communicate with each other and be kind to each other and be there for each other. And because of that, man, like in all reality, we're thriving. Now, other opportunities have fallen through. Um, things, continue to pile up on top of each other. And it's just like, man, am I ever going to catch a break? Uh, But that's where I have to every single day, put my trust and hope in the Lord because he will take care of us, you know? And so that's what I trust. I I believe in that kind of stuff. And I appreciate um, the way she's responded. And 
you know, and this isn't the first time we've gone through hard times. I mean, back in what, 2000, I don't even know when it was. 2014, 2015, 14, 15, 14, 15. 16. I mean, that was some of the <laughs> darkest moments of our life, you yeah. know, like she was, yeah. she was in a very dark place. And, um, I remember, I remember thinking to myself in those moments, cause I was like, I was like in a very good place. I was doing really good. And my high was her absolute low. And, uh, I remember coming home and just thinking to myself, like, what am I going to do? Like, I do not even know how to respond to this because in my mind it doesn't make sense but to yeah. her it's everything right and so I chose a couple things I chose to reach out to a woman um, in our life who we trusted and believed in that I could say hey could you just start calling my wife and talking to her and encouraging her and just being there like a little bit more than you you are now and she was like yes and I surrounded her I found other women that can surround Brittany with love and encouragement and make sure she doesn't go into the deepest, darkest place of her life, um, even though she pretty much was there already. <laughs> and so surrounding her with friends and family who believed in her and trusted her along with myself. Um, but then at the same time, like really taking time to try to understand what she's going through. Um, in my mind, it didn't make sense. It was really hard for me to understand. Right. But as she was going through that stuff, I remember thinking I have to try to understand because if I don't, I'm just going to be frustrated. And so I took, I chose to take a step back and the same thing, be patient, be kind, speak life over her and just think to myself, okay, I'm going to learn and figure out what's going on inside of her brain. Right. Um, and because of that, there was counseling, there was options that we put out there, there were different things that we tried to put in place. And all in all, I think that my patience, my kindness, um, surrounding you with other women who can encourage you and love you, doing those things, putting those steps into action were life-changing for you. Mm -hmm. um, and now she went from the darkest place to one of the highest places in her life. Um, it didn't go overnight. It was, no. it took time. Right. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. and, and it's still a daily battle where she has to choose to not go to that place. Right. And, but I think we've learned and we've put into action things that we didn't know before. We were too, I don't know, immature to know how to deal with these things. Yeah. What's your perspective on that? Um, I mean, and something I will, we can dig deeper in, you know, in another podcast, but I had been, you know, struggling severely with mental health, um, you know, to the point where I couldn't always be alone. And, um, I definitely think that in those times where your spouse is struggling, you are provided with opportunity to react. And when you, I mean, it's kind of hard. I mean, I'm finding, I'm having a hard time finding words, but, yeah, it's tough. um, when your spouse is frustrated with you, when you're struggling, you either shut down and you just yeah. don't deal with it yeah. or you push each other away or, you know, opportunities are lost. And it's like, we want all of the good, like for richer or poor, well, we want richer <laughs> in sickness richer. and in health. And we, we only want, want health, health yeah. you know, and sometimes we're going to be sick. Sometimes mm -hmm. we're going to be poor, yeah, you know, and sure. maybe it's not like just a money, you know, but just overall, like the seasons are going to come 
and you have such an opportunity to react to your spouse, you know, and you were there for me in my darkest time and it, such a deep vulnerability. And I mean, I think that now on the other side, years past that, like it grew our marriage because it was a part of me you wouldn't have seen. And it was, you had, you know, it just, it grew us, you know, and your partner is already struggling. Like I was already struggling. I didn't need to feel shame or, you know, um, I already was ashamed. I didn't need to feel more disappointment. Mm -hmm. I already felt disappointed. And I think that's where it is. It's like your spouse is already feeling those things. Like when I was hurting, it's like, I didn't need anyone else to come in and tell me like, you should be ashamed or you're, you know, that's dumb or, you know, whatever it is. And same when Julian, you know, has had opportunities that have gone awry. I already know that he's feeling insecure. I already know that he's freaking out about how am I going to provide for my family? So it's not going to be helpful for me just to come in and pour more of that on top of it. You know, I have again, an opportunity to react in a way that's like loving and kind and that can help, you know, what's more helpful. Hey, I believe in you. You're amazing. I know that this is hard, but I know that this is going to get better or yeah, you're right. You are a failure. You suck. (laughs) Like that is not going to help at all. Like ever. That's never going to help. And I think too, it's like, how would I always think about this? And I feel like it helps soften my heart. Like how would Jesus react to me if he was literally the one in the room, Mm. um, coming into my situation and not that I'm Jesus or Julian is, but really we're called to be like him. And so I try to think like, how would Jesus approach Julian in this moment, you Mm -hmm. know, and he wouldn't shame him or belittle him or make him feel worse than he, you know, already is. He would lift him up and, and say, Hey, lift your head. I have plans for you. I believe in you. And I feel like that's what Julian did for me too. In that season, you know, he, he treated me gently and kindly when someone could have been like, you know, get up, you're fine. You're being dramatic. Stop. You know? And it's like, you think I wanted to live that way? No, that wasn't something I wanted. Um, you know? And so I think that's one way is one, how would Jesus respond? And two, how do I want to be responded to in times where I'm hurting, you know? And not just with your spouse, but even like with your kids, you know, with people, friends, family, whatever it is. It's like, how would I want someone to respond to me? Um, you know, in that situation. Yep. Yep. And you know, with, with our two different situations, I think what we learned is, um, not only just how to respond to each other, but how to see when it's coming. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like now when we're, when we're going through something, I'm able to actually see the signs of something about to brew, right? And what I'm able to do, which is so key, I don't, I don't, like she said, I don't shame her, I don't call her out, that kind of stuff. But I, I more just sit back and I'll ask her and I'll grab her by the hands or hug her and just say, hey, you okay? And she does the exact same thing. Like if she can see it on my face, excuse me, she can see it on my face, she can see it in my body language and she'll do the exact same thing and grab us, grab each other by the hands and say, Hey, are you okay? What do we need to do? What's, what's happening? And so now because we've walked through those hard times and we've had to figure it out, now we know, 
okay, when you see the signs, let's just nip it in the bud right away and figure it out before it goes down a path that doesn't need to. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're notorious humans are just notorious for letting a thought take control of your mind yeah. and thoughts shouldn't be that powerful, but we allow them to, to completely take over our minds. And so we have to learn how to take control of our mind and our mindset and what's going on inside of there. And so Brittany is like the ultimate pro of taking control of your mind, you know, well, and that's because my mind used to be so out of control, so out of control. Exactly. You know, so I think oftentimes things that you've, we are you've now, how to wrangle it yeah, in. I'm like, Oh no, you didn't get yeah. back here. Yeah. But I think too, and we, you know, you kind of touched on this is like recalling past wins and successes. Yeah. Yep to remind yourself that those didn't start necessarily as wins. Yeah. Like the things that ended well may have started, started yeah. as feeling like this is not going to end <laughs> yeah, well, or this is sure. really bad. And then you look back. And so it's recounting like the Lord's faithfulness in your life. So hey, true. remember when that happened, but then so this door opened instead. And I'm so grateful that that one closed. Cause if that hadn't closed, yeah. you know, we wouldn't Man. be here or we wouldn't be there or we wouldn't have, you know, this child that was born to us, you know, because this door closed and that one opened. And so I think that starting to recall that for each other, even like is good. Hey, remember how much you've overcome? Cause we get so, it's like when we're in the moment of that disappointment, it becomes like a black hole, like a vortex that just sucks you in. And all you see is that all you feel is that. And it's like, your mind just starts rushing and I can't do this. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, and it's like, you have to stop and pull yourself yeah. out of that so real. and start reminding yourself of the good. And I think that's something that I have started to try to, you know, you have to practice it or exercise it just like anything. It's not like the, I mean, the Peloton doesn't ride itself. You know, you have to every day put it into action and, and think through like, okay, you know, am I going to allow this thought to take over? Am I going to allow this, you know, whatever it is to take over? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so just recalling that faithfulness. And I think I always say, if I have to be married, I might as well try to make it good. Yeah. You know, like we believe that we should be married forever until death do us part of another part of your vows that sometimes we're like, so when is that death part? (laughs) You know, because we're like, but if I'm going to be married to him for, you know, however long, why not make it as good as possible? Yes. And that comes with encouraging each other. Yes. Now, are we perfect at this? No. Sometimes I'm like, get away from me, ah, <laughs> you know, or, Ugh. and I would be lying if I said sometimes when maybe some, an opportunity doesn't go well for him. Yeah. There's a part of me that might go like, what did he do wrong? Is he 100%. not doing something good enough? But then I have to stop those thoughts and go, no, I know his character. Yep. You know, and it's not a character issue. If it was, I would tell him. You can ask him. I've yeah. told him before. You know my skill. I know. Yeah. I know your skill, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, I have, you have an, you always have an opportunity. I think that's Absolutely. what I always go back to. Absolutely. Is you have the opportunity to react and, you know, whatever that may be. And difficult seasons are different for, you know, and you reached out and got, help me get help. And sometimes yeah. it does need to be an outside source. You know, I went to counseling, I went to the doctor, I got on medication. I was surrounded by, you know, women who would encourage me or if I, you know, Julian had to work a long time and felt like, man, that's a long time for her to be alone. 
you know, people that would yeah. come and be there. Yeah. So maybe that's the role. Hey, yeah. I need to get you outside help, yeah. you know, or maybe it really is just, Hey, I'm going to encourage you every day in this area, you know? And so that's why it's so important to really have com- these conversations with each other. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, you have that opportunity to either be loving or add fuel to the fire, yeah. which is not a good thing. You don't want to do good that. Thing. Been there. Done, done that, that. <laughs> you know. Well, another thing to add to that is it's super important to know your spouse's needs, right? Um, I, I may need something in a time of crisis that you do not, right? Yeah. Like I need physical touch. I need you to come and wrap your arms around me, hug me, tell me you love me, tell me how amazing I am. Like I need that encouragement. I need that words of affirmation and I need that physical touch where you just squeezing me, right? To me, that that literally like will change my day. Yeah. That'll fill me up. Um, and for you, it's it's different. You know, you don't necessarily need the hugs like I do. Now you like it, of course, because I'm a good hugger, but you 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 need that encouragement. You need me to sometimes give you space. Yeah. Um, you need me to go, hey, babe, you should go on a walk and really pray about it. <laughs> and you get in, you know, you well, just go outside. Because everyone's a different, like, processor, you yeah. know? Like, you I need to be alone to yep. process, usually. Yep. Not not too much alone. No, no, no. But, like, I need a walk. I mean... But you need a walk, I mean, a, a healthy alone time, not sitting in her closet. No, no, she, no. Not no, that no. kind of alone time. She needs alone time, like, going cool. out on a walk. Yeah. Um, going on a hike. Doing yeah. something that's outside and where she can really listen to the Lord speak to her in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then what she needs is acts of service. She needs me to just stand Take up, care of the kids, just get up and do, do something dishes, to help her. Clean the garage, <laughs> pick up she, some dog poop. She's literally naming all the things that need to get clean done. The pool. No, some of them are done. The pool is clean. The pool is perfect. Um, but it's important the that we understand that you understand your spouse's needs. Yeah. Um, don't just like give them what you would want. That's, that's not really, it's actually how, not helpful. That's not helpful at all. Like yeah. that doesn't do anything for them. You need to understand the way their brain and their mind works, yeah. um, and their personality. And so as you're going through your hard times and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do for your spouse, just take a moment and think about your spouse, look at them in the eye and go, okay, what is it that she, what is it that he will need so that I can be the most successful helper to help them come out of this dark place? Yeah. We hope that, um, just by us being vulnerable and talking about things, even when we're maybe in the thick of it, right in the middle, um, that it can help, you know, one, you're not alone. And two, just help you to start navigate the navigating those difficult seasons. Um, we all have them. We're all going to have them. And, um, so it's so important to really like, how can I help in this? What can I do? What opportunity do I have? Um, And so we just hope you feel encouraged today. We always want to make sure that we're being honest, that we're being real. That was the big thing. You know, we always want to be honest and real. We're so glad that you listened or watched today. And we hope that you would join us next time at Young, Dumb, and Love. Make sure that you subscribe subscribe or (laughs) ring the bell. (laughs) You can ring my bell. Ring my bell, my, my bell, my bell. My I think that's a sexy song. <laughs> Probably. You can hit the bell? Yeah. Smash that like button. Smash that like <laughs> button. Ring the bell. 
for subscribe. notifications? I don't know anything about <laughs> I love watching her give this information. It's so great. Make sure you subscribe. subscribe. Hit the bell so you'll be notified. Yeah. And smash, smash the, the like, like button. button. I feel like I'm a ninja kid. Yeah, we watch Ninja Kids all the time. I love the Ninja Kids. So Ninja Mommy, if you want to be friends, hit me up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but really. No, but for sure. My kids would love that. They would love that.